show and just so everyone knows i have been snowed in for three days now wow three days cabin fever status at this point um yes but shut up for netflix and youtube things that keep you entertained and books um but seattle is facing a huge snow apocalypse or snowmageddon as they like to call it out here wow it has been it's just they don't usually get this amount of snow every year really exaggerating for other people (laughs) i think it's interesting how um it's becoming like you get less months in the winter but when you get the winter it's like worse right yes it's exactly that's exactly what i thought the winter was almost over it was so nice out here yeah winter never happened i like jinx myself because this is happening for the rest of the week wow there you go hopefully by the time that this airs, uh, the sun will be back out, you know? Hopefully. Hopefully. So, shout out to the Seattleites trying to push through all this snow and make it out there. Yes, and shout out to our guests from our last episode, episode number 58. We had Alex Pop. He was a really entertaining person to speak with. Uh, we really are excited uh, for the book, right, Marley? Yes, and I'm excited to hear more about his adventure of Romania, I believe is where he's going. And like, and it sounds like he's going to like the mountains of Romania. Right. Reminds me of very like DR when the lights go out and you have to, in like deep in the country. That's right. all I can think of. That's funny because you know what it reminded me of? You know that movie? I think it was called Secret Window. <gasps> Loved Johnny Depp in that movie. Johnny Depp, right? Go right, and like I don't know for some reason I had like a feeling of like that's what writers do. You know what I mean? Like you guys go to these really quiet, secluded places to like just get into the book and write. And I don't know. I guess like it's I, it's the cliche that I expect writers to do. So I was like, that makes sense. You know or what I mean? what's that other writers movie? Um, Misery. Ooh. You remember that one? Yeah, that's an old time classic. That's a classic. See, look at this. Every show has started off with a movie out here, guys. <laughs> There's a trend. There's a trend. Yes. But it's the yeah. time of year. It's the time of year. You're right. I think it is. It's it's the time of year for those movies, but like the creative kind of aspect where like you remove yourself from everything in order to like make something happen that sounds beautiful and it sounds like Every creative should do that once in a while. So take a move away from whatever their natural setting is and find themselves in a new setting to find those creative juices. That's really good advice. Sometimes you just need to get away from the distractions. You need to get away from the stimulants. You know what I mean? Because sometimes it's not necessarily bad distractions. It's just that you don't know how to say no to the good ones. So like if you live in a place that you have a lot of great options all the time where you have a lot of friends or like you're like a party person and there's always like a, a, a ladies night going on or like a two for one special somewhere, you know, like you have to understand that you need to get away from that sometimes because it's like maybe you don't have the self-control to like say no, you know, so. Yeah, that's how sometimes you need to, as my friend Jasmine was like, sit on ice, sit your ass on ice <laughs> at home, don't move and recharge everything. Maybe if it's like right. for a month, maybe just like, I haven't gone out all month, 
haven't spent money all month, those kind of things and recharge everything and start for you. So I like right. that. That's, I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you. Shout out to Jasmine for that one. I like that. The funny thing is that I be do, I say that when it's like, yo, he put that girl on ice. I say that all the time. Like, it's like, he gave her just enough <laughs> for her to like stick around, but he ain't never going to take her seriously. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> aside from that, back, that was from our messy Mondays days. But uh, tonight we have an amazing guest and we are so happy to welcome her in. We're going to, everybody, we're so excited to welcome Lana Sargent onto the Fresh Mondays podcast. Please introduce yourself to the entire world and tell everybody what you do. Hello, my name is Lana Sargent and I'm originally from Maine. So I live in South Florida now. I've lived here for four years. Um, right out of college, I moved down here, and uh, I'm a I'm a personal trainer. I'm a fitness coach now, and I've built uh, my brand in the past two years. And I I love what I do. Um, I wrote a number one best selling book. Um, it's on Amazon, and um, yeah, I uh, it, I have a whole story. But um, when I first moved down here, it it, it was not like this at all. I I had a lot of challenges for the first two years, but I dug myself out. And so now I'm living a, the life of my dreams. So, yeah. Wow. That's so nice to hear. That's awesome. Well, welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so La- Lana, correct? I want to make sure I pronounce it correctly. Um, tell us, how did you get started into the fitness life? How did you get started into that? Um, so I was always kind of into fitness. I was an athlete in college. I traveled all over the country. I went to Australia. You know, I was, I was always into sports, not so much just fitness. Um, but when I moved down to Florida, I got into the partying lifestyle. I, I gained about 30 pounds and yeah, sports wasn't really part of my life anymore. Uh, it was just drinking and partying and going out and, little by little, like my athletic body wasn't there anymore. <laughs> so I was like, okay, something's got to change. So I got a personal trainer. That's where it kind of all started. Um, and he started to get me back into shape and everything. And uh, just kind of told me, you know, you should be a personal trainer. You love this stuff. You know, you love health and fitness and you should do bodybuilding shows. Cause I was so interested in it, but I just never had the confidence to actually do it. Um, but yeah, so I, I took after, I mean, it's a, it's a long story, but he did pass away. <clears throat> and after that, I kind of, um, I didn't have any confidence, but I wanted to do all the things that he said that I could do for him, you know, not so much for me, but for him. And so I created this whole life for myself. I created a business and um, became a personal trainer both in person and online and I absolutely love it I I do bikini competitions now I've done five I'm nationally qualified and it's just what I love to do I I love I love fitness I love health and I love the fact that like I was able to change my body and and my life and now I just want to help everyone else do the same thing and show them that they can do it Right. It's interesting that you mentioned the whole partying thing, because, you know, if you live in Miami for a while of your life or you just move out here, like that's all there is to do. Funny thing is, we were just discussing that a couple of minutes ago about how there's so much options out here to stay distracted. And there's so many options to like make bad decisions constantly out here. It's crazy. So it's like 
it's hard for a person to understand and admit like, Hey, I'm partying too much. I'm drinking right. too much. You know what I'm saying? It's like, when did you notice that it was too much? Cause I, I honestly genuinely think that some people don't realize that it's too much. Right. Um, so I actually, I went through a pretty traumatic experience um, for the first two years. Like I think I knew it was too much, you know, I think, but I, I was always in denial kind of like, you know, I live in South Florida. I'm young. Like this is just what people do, you know, but getting blacked out four to five times a week, like that's not normal. <laughs> that's not good. No. Um, and then ending up, you know, ending up in the hospital. Um, I had, I had overdosed and um, I remember like the moment I, I was, I was in the bathroom getting changed, getting out of the hospital stuff. And I just remember think, like looking in the mirror and being like, who are you? Like, I was an athlete, like, my whole life. Wow. This is not, I just didn't even feel like I was me anymore. And, and it was that moment that I'm just like, this is like, this is not me. Um, but it, it was about a month later that I lost my friend, my personal trainer, he had relapsed. And oh, wow. um, yeah, he, he was clean for a long time. But he relapsed, and I lost him. And it was like a switch went off in me. And I was like, you know, what? I'm done. I'm done with this life. And I, right. I, yeah, that's when I stopped drinking for, um, stopped drinking, stopped partying, stopped everything, just like that. Just, right. And no, I mean, so, yeah. Yeah. That's major. Yeah. That's super major. Yeah. It, and it was like, right when I stopped, like that next day I went in and got a coach, a different coach to start competing for shows. And so it, it went from like no drinking, no partying, no nothing to being on this strict meal plan. And I didn't have a cheat meal for four months. Four wow. Months. So yeah, like and when was... you do competitions, like uh, the funny thing is we had someone earlier in the season discussing that they also compete. When you do those competitions, just can you briefly kind of walk us through what it takes to be at the point that you need to get to? Because it's a huge sacrifice. It, it is. It's, it's so much discipline. and you know, that, that's where a lot of my discipline was built, was from um, competing. There's so many times that you don't feel like doing your cardio or you don't, you know, you don't want to eat this. You just, you have so many temptations all the time, um, all around you. And, um, but you can't do what you feel like doing. That's what you learn through this. You got to do what you got to do. It doesn't matter if you feel like it or not. Like that's not an option. You do it or else you're not going to be able to stand up on stage in a bikini, you know, like, so it's, that's it's awesome. Just, I think that's awesome because it's like, now I can see how you've translated that into becoming a businesswoman. You got to do what you got to do. And like, you went through this training. That's awesome. I think it helped me a lot. Actually. I didn't realize it at first, but like it, it was that, you know, building that discipline and, and doing what needs to be done no matter what, like it, you just don't give yourself that option, you know, and so much gets done that way. It's like unreal. <laughs> and I think so. knowing that you have to be in front of hundreds of people on a bikini, like you have to be 100% prepared <laughs> for what you're about to face when you step onto that stage, right? Exactly. You don't want to get off, like get on stage and be thinking to yourself, like, I didn't really push it that hard. I could have done better, you know, because it's going to show. You're just not going to feel confident up there. And yeah, your confidence you know, shines through on that stage as well. For sure, because especially in competing, it's all stage presence. 
so it's like when you're up there like if you are feeling confident you know you gave it everything like you just are out there you're gonna rock it like and you can see that for the people who you know put in the work right yeah you can't like you can't fake the emotion you know like i get what you're saying like it comes yeah Mm -hmm. definitely How how many competitions have you completed so i've done five five um and usually people do like the average is like two a year but that first year that I started competing I did four in one year so I, I was on prep all year long you were going hard, hard. <laughs> so you, that's pure meal preps the whole year oh god I, I I forgot what it felt like to like open up the cupboard and be like hmm what do I want to eat like I couldn't do that it was wow. like my meals were always planned out yeah it, but I, I had to be that strict if like because I had to get out of that partying stage I had to right no, so it's like I needed to just be like all in, you know. Right. And I mean, that's funny that you say that because we know that you're a certified holistic health coach as well. So is is one of the reasons why you became a holistic health coach because you went through this process of having such a strict uh, eating regimen and seeing the results you got from that? I actually became a holistic health coach um right before I started competing. So, um it actually helps though a lot because it being a holistic health coach, it doesn't really just talk about nutrition, like as in food, it talks about primary food. So that goes from like um, relationships to your environment, um, spirituality, everything, overall wellness. So in, in the competition world, it does get kind of out of control. People get really obsessed and like really like, just focusing on getting as small as they can but I wanted to do it in like the healthiest way possible you know I didn't want to um just let it get to my head and, and get like an I mean some people will get eating disorders from it it's it's very common it's hard like right. it's a hard sport so I think this really helped me it helped me to stay um stay smart about it and and try and stay as healthy as possible through the whole process and in that process, so you were saying people develop like kind of eating disorders. What would you suggest would be an easy step forward for a person wanting to start out and kind of in the in the world of um, bodybuilding or competition in some sense or just eating healthy lifestyles? Like what are some first steps that you would suggest for some? Um, I, I would say if we're talking just um, for someone wanting to start a healthier lifestyle, um, you know, I just say balance is the number one thing and, and not to like, not to overwhelm yourself, you know, just, just start by creating good habits. Like people struggle because they have all these bad habits that they've created and it's hard to like start new ones, but just start small. You know, if, if you're someone who, um, who likes to eat late at night, um, that's one of your, you know, struggles, just start small and just don't eat past seven, you know, just, just little things here and there. You just got to start creating good habits. Um, but if we're talking for someone who wants to like go extreme and get into the, like competing, um, I would just say, listen to your body. Uh, there's a lot of times people overwork themselves and, and push through when it's like your body needs rest, like recovery and rest is super important. And, and people are just going to the extreme and, and you're hurting yourself like some, 
when people go so far, it's like you're decreasing the chance of having children, you know, like it, it messes with your horm hormones and everything. And it's like, you just got to be really careful. So hmm, I didn't, I, I never thought about that. I never put, put that together. Well, I guess it's because it, for women, I'm assuming is because it increases your testosterone. So if you're like testosterone up, I'm assuming it's harder to get pregnant, right? Or am I wrong in saying that? Well, for sure. And, um, you know, a lot of, this is just the truth, but a lot of um, bodybuilders are, do use steroids, you know, and, and that's something that can really mess that up as well. Um, and also the lower your body fat gets, so you're, you get lower and lower, women will stop having their menstrual cycle, which is oh. not healthy, <laughs> you yeah. know, for months at a time. For months at a time you're not getting it and right. it's like it's that that's not it's definitely not healthy <laughs> right i mean the funny thing is with the steroids thing is that people have always known it's bad for you but i feel like people still do it like it's just like like it's not scary enough i don't know how to explain it <laughs> right they, they they find a way to tell themselves that it's not that bad like i think that's what it is and i'll only be on it for six weeks you know that's it and, and it goes a little bit longer, a little bit longer. And then they start using a little bit more. And it, it, it's the people that, you know, they're, they're taking it like all year round and it's just not good, but you know, they have this goal in their head and they just will do whatever it takes to get there. But it's like, at what cost? It's your body. Like you don't want to destroy your body. Yeah. You only have one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's new. I've, I've never knew. Well, I guess I never put thought into it that it, like it wasn't information that I, I knew off the top of my head or thought of how that can have an issue within your body of overdoing it or not monitoring kind of your process, I guess would be the factor, right? Like you should, if you're going into competition, you should monitor and listen to your body of how it's going throughout. For sure. For sure. Like taking a rest day. Some I know a lot of girls, like they won't do it they feel really guilty. Like I need to be doing my 60 minutes of cardio, like, but your body is like dying. Like it needs its rest. Rest and recovery is, is so important for your muscles and everything to grow and your body to be able to work, you know? So um, it's, it's all about like just listening to your body, trusting the process and like, don't, don't overdo it. Um, it's not sustainable, you know? Yeah. Right. But um, I know that you also have like a, a booty blast class type boot camp and booty bands yeah. and all of that. I know a lot of our listeners really want to hear about this. So please tell everybody about your booty workouts. So the booty band itself, um, you know, resistance bands are pretty, um, fairly popular, but this one is, is so different. It's, it's a thick kind of um, fabric that you put right over your knees on your legs and you can do so many different workouts with it. I have a whole program online for it. And like, I'm not kidding. This band has transformed my butt into like, I mean, like I've always had a butt, but like, I've never had like a booty. <laughs> like a, <you> know, <laughs> It just, it really shapes it so well. It's crazy. Even my clients are like, oh my God. Like just one day you wake up and you're like, where did this come from? <laughs> like, it builds um 
you know, this, the side glutes, the top, it just lifts it. It's, it's an amazing, amazing product. I, I love What's it. What's the I, advantage of using the band? Like when you're doing squats or when you're doing typical exercises or lunges, like how does it help for a person that doesn't use a band? Like why would it help to use the band? Because it's going to activate those glute muscles so much more. So if you're doing something that, um, I don't know, just something as basic as a squat or leg press or something, um, you put that on, it's, it's going to target those glute muscles like double than it would without. So it just isolates those muscles. You can feel it with every, every rep. You're just like, oh my God, and it burns, you know. But the good thing about it is there's so many different exercises you can do with it. You don't have to use machines or anything like that. And it's, it's great because it's low impact. So it's better for your joints. Um, you know, you're not you're not pushing too much weight. It's just, um, yeah, it's, it's just more sustainable and, and better, I think, for your, for your muscles and your joints and everything. Very cool. Now, the booty boot camp, how do people get involved in that? So um, my website, actually, lanajean.com. That's L-O-N-A-J-E-A-N.com. And when you, when you purchase the booty band you immediately um are signed up to my membership so you would sign in and you get all those workouts um and this is stuff that you can do right at home so you don't even have to leave your house and I mean like I said it's it's a burn like you got to push through it it's really hard but like it's it's good you can feel it working and you know you go to the gym and, and you work out your legs and everything and you might be sore in your butt sometimes, but you'll be sore in your, in your legs right. too. But the back of the like band, your thigh is where you really feel it. Right. But, but with the band, it's like, you are just sore in your butt. Like it, it just isolates those muscles. And that's so hard to do when you're working out your glutes. So this band is insane. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm really excited. Is. I can't wait to try it. And I'm sure that everyone who's listening, that's trying to get their booty perky for the <laughs> <summer>. <laughs> now is when you start guys this is when you cook in the kitchen so that you can get the results yeah and at home workouts are like really good starter workouts right like when you're trying to yeah. figure out your own pace your own kind of setting up right is that something you would suggest for people oh for sure because i know the gym is um super intimidating for people nowadays too like you don't you don't really know what you're doing and it's just kind of overwhelming to get started that way so if you if you were just getting back into it or, you know, this is, this is perfect. And it's not just an at-home workout where you're just like, it's, it's body weight. I mean, like you, you have actually something that you can use and it, it just makes it a little more fun, you know? Right. Um, so funny. Like my mom, actually, she, when it, when I first released it, she bought it and she told me that she was like, I was at the grocery store. I was wearing it. Like she just wore it, like going shopping. And I'm like, mom, please we don't do that. <laughs> She's like, well, people were asking about it. I'm like, okay, keep doing it. <laughs> so, keep selling out there. Keep selling out there. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Now, what advice would you give anyone who's starting their own business and, you know, putting their passion into what they want to do for the rest of their living? We know it's hard. We know it's a challenge. What advice would you give to all entrepreneurs out there, all small business owners? on something you've learned and, and why not to give up? So I would say that um, failing or not really failing, but like not having something work out or messing up or whatever it may be, like it's so essential. It's 
you need that because it makes you stronger and, and you're that much closer to, to succeeding, you know? And, but I think people are so afraid of starting because they don't want to fail, but like failing is part of the process. You have to, you have, it's not just going to work out every time. Or so I think people getting started, like you just need to like embrace it and just know that it's all part of the journey. It's all part of the process. Like you need to fail in order to succeed. You know, but don't be afraid of it. It doesn't mean that it's not going to work out or that you're not good enough. You know, you're learning. Just look at it as a learning experience and just keep pushing through. But um, it's it, yeah, just just know that it's going to happen <laughs> at one point or another. Like it is, but it's it's nothing to be afraid of. You know, just embrace it. It's going to make you stronger, and you'll get there. Keep pushing. I love that, and I like the factor of knowing that not everyone's journey is the same. You said something in there about the journey and the process, but not everyone's journey is the same, but everything will work out in its own right. Right. When building out a business. I wanted to ask, (laughs) I wanted to ask, what are some, I'm I'm so intrigued with bodybuilding. Like (laughs) it's just because it's such dedication that has to be, you know, put towards 100%. Like you have to put everything. Um, do you have, is it called a pro card? Is that what it is? The, the, like, what's the, there's different levels. So I don't know where you're at with that pro card. I think it's what it's called. Do you have that? Yeah. Um, I, I don't have my pro card and people ask me like, is that, is that a goal that I have? Um, and you know, I, I've never really, it's not something that I really care too much to have. Um, I think what I enjoy the most is the journey. Like I, I, I love going on prep and challenging myself and watching my body change. And then I book a bunch of photo shoots around that time. And, and it's just fun. And you go to the, the shows and you meet a lot of girls backstage and the whole experience is amazing. But to, to really get your pro card, it's like, it takes a lot. Like you have to, I don't, I just, I don't think it means that much to me to have that card because gotcha. it's, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's really just everything that comes with bodybuilding. I love it. And if I do, you know, happen to get it someday, it'd be awesome, but it's not really like my goal. So. Yeah. Understood. But I just I, think, I think the dedication that a lot of the women, even the men put into bodybuilding um, because it's such a real, real competitive factor like it's not like it's so different than competing in sports because it's just this competitive aspect of like you have to put in work on yourself 100% over everything else I guess in a sense and it's also like scaling your body to the maximum potential humanly possible you're pushing your body like it's just like giving it's like testing the limits of how fantastic your body can really become (laughs) you know what I mean because it's like you're giving it every you're concentrating on every individual muscle with so much scientific information behind that so that you can make that muscle every it's meant everything it's meant to be like that's like wow you're pushing the human physique to the Mm -hmm. maximum level so it's like it's impressive you see what i'm saying that's what it is and it's like i feel like a lot of people that's not their cup of tea but mm-hmm. I do respect it because I, I know, you know, I, my boyfriend's a bodybuilder. I know people that bodybuild. So I understand what it takes. Like, it's like a big deal. So I, I shout out to you as a girl. <laughs> I think it's hard. 
and also your abs are dope so it's like, <laughs> that is super hard super hard to have abs like that like that takes you're not eating a lot of stuff you know what i'm saying so it's like it takes time for you to get to the point that that's what your abs look like so it's like awesome right yeah. it's it is super hard it is cool though because it's like you're manipulating the way that your body looks so like for example for me like i don't really work out my biceps anymore that's something that like they're kind of already there so I kind of maintain them I know what I have to work on and it's not like I look at myself I'm like oh I'm not good enough it's like okay I need to work my hamstrings I need to work on this like you look at your body so much differently yeah just like shaping it and molding it and you know what you have to do it's Mm -hmm. it's awesome it's just it's a cool journey and it's hard as hell (laughs) but it's it's really really cool (laughs) yeah but the reward is amazing you know what I mean like it's amazing an amazing reward and you do your photo shoots and whatever like like the competition gets you where you need to get and you then you just milk it all the way and you get as much as you can out of it which is amazing that's really awesome right right yeah waking up that morning of the show and just seeing your body like because you drop water overnight and there's a whole like process there but you're just looking at yourself like oh my god like I remember my first my first show my family my family was there and I was like, look at my abs. Like, look at the six pack. Like, <laughs> it, was just, it, was, it was just so cool. It's really exciting. That sounds awesome. That sounds amazing. It really does. And we're really happy for you. And we hope that you continue doing what you're doing. Your energy is felt through the screen. I'm, I'm not sure if, if people watching from YouTube right now can see it, but I can tell your energy is super, super dedicated to what you stand for. And that's amazing. Um, please make sure to tell everybody how to follow you how to get your band, how to get the booty workouts and all that good stuff. So you can go right to, to lanajean.com. So again, it's L-O-N-A-J-E-A-N.com. And that's where you can get the band and the whole program and everything. Um, and you can follow me on, on Instagram. That's where I post a lot of my stuff. And I do a lot of booty band workouts on there too. So just to switch it up from what you get in your membership site. But it's uh, Lana, L-O-N-A underscore Jean, J-E-A-N. So that's um, where I post a lot of my stuff on Instagram. And then also my Facebook business page, which is Lana Jean Be Alive. So you can follow me on there too. I post workouts all the time. So if you guys need some workouts, some some booty workouts. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for being an amazing guest. And thank you for sharing your story. That was awesome. Of course. Thank you, so Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for having me. Great, great questions too. I love answering every single one of them. <laughs> of course. All right. And now we're going to give you our, I like this segment, by the way, our recommendations of the week. And I'm going to work on a jingle for y'all. We're going to get hyped about every recommendation we give every week. You did it with a little harmony last time. So I'm not sure if you're sticking with that. Recommendations. We sound like Broad City. If you're watching, <laughs> they just be making up songs. So recommendations of the week. Uh, do you want to go ahead and give us yours, Diana? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, mine is is pretty cash, guys. I actually binge watched the show on Netflix called Russian Doll. Oh. Um, really good. Um, it was with the girl uh, Natasha Leon. That is from um, Orange Is the New Black, Nikki, the lesbian with the shaggy hair that's really cool so she actually is the main character in the show um it's awesome i really liked it and i think that aside from being entertaining i also liked for the female culture what i like about it is that it kind of teaches 
a different side of a different type of female. And when you watch it, you're gonna know what I mean. Like she's like a software engineer and she like does coding for video games, you know, it's like she's like a different type of girl from what we are normally average. So yeah, the show's pretty cool. You know, she's like a really interesting character. As you know, she's funny. She was even back in the day from American Pie. If we yes, go. that's I, where she's, yes, yes. I yeah, that. so she, she's been around for a minute in our, you know, pop culture movies mm-hmm. world. So it's cool to see that she's still doing her own thing after we all know Orange is the New Black is about to be the final season. But yeah, it was really cool. And it's kind of like uh, Groundhog Day for those of you who see that old school movie. It kind of has some throwbacks keep mentioned in here. We are dropping movies on this episode, right? We're showing our age in some of these <laughs> Right, exactly. So that's my recommendation, guys. Ocean Doll on Netflix. Um, and to continue with the recommendation of Netflix, and I think Netflix has just taken over our entire livelihood, and they're doing original content, which makes it interesting because it's not how they started. But I digress. Um... I watched the recent documentary called Remastered, The Two Killings of Sam Cooke. Sam Cooke was a singer in the uh, early 60s, late 60s. Um, It was a a very intriguing and interesting story. Unfortunately, very sad ending. And it gives you kind of this whole perspective of how someone's life can be so beautiful, so moving. Um, They want to do things right by people. They want to be, you know, a strength and they want to push people along and how moments within your life or like little decisions can completely change and transfer your final last days and how you're looked upon. So Sam Cooke is an amazing singer. If you haven't heard the song, A Change Is Gonna Come, which is usually used in really great, beautiful settings. And it's a very strong song that makes you feel really good or like really hopeful of changes and things that are going to come. To, and his voice is incredible in that song. Um, so it's definitely a documentary worth, worth to sitting down and watching, soaking in. Um, especially if you're a lover of music, this is a great detailed uh, short, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Documentary? Documentary, that's the word. (laughs) Documentary on his life. And who knows who he could have been because he wasn't a major star just yet. He was on the brink of a major, major star. So beautiful, beautiful. Those stories always stand out. The ones that you're like, what if we would have seen them for a little longer? Just just two more years would have been a full-on trajectory for him. So or and, and that happens to a lot of artists where it's just like, man, three right. more months and you would have been out of here. Yeah, this is like so much you don't even want to bring it up because it's like, it's actually kind of sad. You know what I'm saying? It's extremely sad. So yeah. that is a wonderful documentary to watch for if you're a music buff, like I am. Yeah, very cool. Awesome recommendation. We really appreciate it. Also, uh, want to make sure to say thank you to everyone who has supported the podcast thus far. We really appreciate even a few emails that we've gotten for some people being interested in being in the podcast. That's really yeah, awesome. I'm Thank excited for much. that. Yeah, very cool. We have even better guests, cooler conversations, and it's going to be a great upward growth. Um, we appreciate everyone who's been on this season thus far and everybody who's going to be on the season for the rest of the year. Make sure to email us 
at freshmondayspodcast on gmail.com. Yes, and don't forget to follow me at lovemarley, L-U-V-M-A-R-L-E-Y underscore on Instagram and all other social media platforms you choose. And don't forget to follow Diana. Yes, please follow me, my personal page at I am Diana C underscore. And please follow my business page at Show Me Productions on Instagram and Show Me Productions on Facebook. That is for anybody who's looking to collaborate, continue hosting networking events like Power Networking and uh, Women's Empowerment events. I am open and I am down. Um, Once again, that's Show Me Productions dot com show me productions on instagram show me productions on uh facebook and i am diana c is my personal one and make sure to follow fresh mondays podcast on instagram we try to keep you guys up to date we appreciate all the following we appreciate all the likes but do not forget to repost when the new episodes do come out yes thank you guys for listening and have a great and beautiful fresh monday